Tudor minded people. It's Philadelphia Carrie for Tudor Time Machine. The word I share with you this week is Huggamugga. Huggamugga is a very important word at court. So imagine there is a courtier who very wrongly has lands granted to him that you know should rightfully come to you. Then you must engage in the Huggamugga of court intrigue. Huggamugga? How now, Tudor Files? What think you? If you're new here, I'm Gage. I'm Jessica. We're here with Philadelphia Carey for Tudor Word of the Week. Don't miss a word. Subscribe on YouTube and give me a like. Huggermugger means to act in secret, to act stealthily in a clandestine way. And it's used in the Tudor period when there are secrets to be kept. So it was used quite often. How do you spell it, Philadelphia? It is spelled H-U-G-G-E-R-M-U-G-G-E-R. And it is all one word, Huggermugger. And our Tudor word of the week is from the play Hamlet. Hamlet, the prince, whose father was king of Denmark. I understand, Philadelphia. It's all about the nobles. As it should be. Nobles are not the only thing Hamlet has going for it. It's also a play in the style of a revenger's tragedy. Yes, so Hamlet's father comes to Hamlet the son as a ghost and tells Hamlet that Hamlet's uncle killed him and that Hamlet must seek revenge. Revenger tragedies are one of the most popular style of plays, but this play also has other elements that were so popular during the time period. It has a play within a play and a mad scene. Hamlet was written between 1599 and 1601, and at that time, theaters like the Globe sat up to 3,000 people. And the Globe was not the only theater. There were several theaters, including the Blackfriars and the Curtain, and there were plays on most afternoons. So there were 10,000 to 20,000 people a week going to the theater in the Elizabethan and Jacobean time. And there was a lot of content. There were a lot of plays. Yes. I mean, it's amazing. Amazing. It's also amazing that of all the plays, Hamlet has had the most sticking power. And it's not just because it's a revenger's tragedy or that it has certain elements that people like. It's because of how it's written. The verse is spectacular. And it's a revenger's tragedy that questions the notion of revenge, which is really unbelievable. And, And that's reflected in Hamlet's internal struggle because he has so many conflicting ideas about revenge and everything else that he encounters. Does he love his mother or does he hate her? Should he kill his uncle and send him to hell or should he allow him to confess and let him go to heaven does he love ophelia does he hate her does he want to live does he want to die he is a very conflicted person some scholars have said that his internal struggle is the beginning of our modern consciousness well because there's no set code of behavior that roots his way of thinking you know it's not like i'm a christian therefore I think this way. I'm a Roman, therefore I will fall on my sword. He's sort of in this kind of intellectual limbo. Oh my, I enjoyed Hamlet, but I do not think it altered the way I think about court or marriage or anything of true consequence. Well, people spend their entire lives studying Hamlet, Philadelphia. Is it true? Yes, and it's actually the most performed play in the world. And when Hamlet's nemesis, his uncle Claudius, uses the word huggermugger, it's for a very complicated situation, which we will 
try to break down. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So Hamlet has staged a play in which the brother of the king kills the king. Exactly what Hamlet believes happened to his father, the king. And Hamlet intends to frame and enrage his murderous uncle. Oh, it's wonderful. And he does. The murderous uncle stomps out of the play. His actions admit his guilt. Arousing scene. And then Hamlet's mother is very upset and wants to confront Hamlet about the whole situation. He arrives in her chambers and they have a fight. And Hamlet is convinced that his uncle is listening to him and his mother and that his uncle is hiding behind a curtain. Hamlet stabs the listener. Blood spurts. Gertrude cries. A delightful scene. Or a disturbing scene. But it's not Hamlet's murderous uncle who's listening. It's an old man named Polonius. And this old man was the father of Hamlet's ex-girlfriend, Ophelia. But Hamlet doesn't seem to care very much that he murders Polonius. He doesn't have a lot of uh, unhinged thinking about that. Like, oh, I'm bad. I murdered the old man. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. He's just like, oh, well. Oh, well. It's strange. Hamlet is so outraged that his uncle killed his father. But he's fine with the fact that he himself killed Polonius. Well, he has the attitude that Polonius kind of, I don't know, got in the way. It was his fault. (laughs) Oh, people are inconsistent. So... Ophelia goes insane after her father's death. And Hamlet, to sort of try to catch what people are really thinking and doing, fakes that he is insane. And then Ophelia's brother shows up, and that's Polonius's son. And of course, he's furious that his father has been murdered, because that's the normal reaction. Of course, and the murderous uncle, Claudius, decides it's best to hush up the death of Polonius because everything in the kingdom and at court is so chaotic, they just have to try to move on. So the uncle tries to smooth things over with Hamlet's mother to act as if he's very sympathetic to all of these crazy situations that are happening. And so when they together witness Ophelia's insanity, what does he say, Philadelphia? Claudius says... Oh, this is the poison of deep grief. It springs all from her father's death. And now behold, oh, Gertrude, Gertrude, when sorrows come, they come not single spies, but in battalions. First her father slain, next your son gone, and he, most violent author of his own just remove. The people muddied, thick and unwholesome in their thoughts and whispers for good Polonius's death. And we have done but greenly in Huggermugger to inter him. Poor Ophelia, divided from herself and her fair judgment. So there it is, Huggermugger. We have done but greenly in Huggermugger to inter him. So Claudius is saying that they secretly buried the body because they want to keep the fact that Polonius was killed by Hamlet away from the people. And I have to say, this Huggermugger kind of cover-up is quite common in governments. (laughs) Then is now. Then is now. And it's such a sad ending for poor Polonius. He's kind of a sweet old guy. But the hugger-mugger of court intrigue can lead to someone's terrible, terrible downfall. And yet what would court be without hugger-mugger and secrets? (laughs) 
Give heed to the files. Bring some 16th century sauce to your vocabulary with Hagamaga. Listen in next time. Don't miss a word. Subscribe on YouTube and give me a like. Thank <laughs> you.